This is the Kitzer of the first Sicha on Parshas Vayishlach and Chelik Chav on page 144. The Rebbe begins with the Pasuk in this week's Parsha, Vayorat Esav Lekrosa Vayechapkeyu, Vayipol Al Tzavoroi, Vayishakeyu, Vayivku. Esav runs towards Yaakov and he embraces him and he kisses him and he cries, they cry together. So Rashi and Vayechapkeyu says, Nizgalgalu Rachmov, Kishirao, Mishtachve, Kolishtachvoy Salolu. Esav's mercy was very awakened and inspired when he saw Yaakov bowing down to him. Then, on Vayushakeyu, Rashi says, Nokudolov, there are dots on each one of the letters of the word Vayushakeyu. Vyesh chelkim bedover azeh bebraisa de sifri. There's an argument about this in the Braisa of sifri. Yesh adarshin akudu zuloyma shlenoshka b'chalibay. One pshat is that the dots coming to, are coming to tell you that he did not kiss wholeheartedly. Om Rab Shem Be'yichoi, Shem Be'yichoi says, Halachi b'yidua she'esav sayna le'yakiv. That is a halacha. It's a known fact that Esau hates Yaakov. But he was inspired at that time and he did kiss wholeheartedly. So the question is, Rashi says that he embraced wholeheartedly. And Rashi doesn't bring any second shot. But on Vayishakeyu, Rashi brings two shot and whether it was wholeheartedly or not. Why is Rashi doing this? Additionally, why is Rashi Bechla bringing two pshatim on Vayishakeyu? Why can't we simply say that it's understood from the Pasuk here that if there's dots on the word, the dots come to say that he did not kiss wholeheartedly. That's what the dots usually do. They minimize the meaning of the word. So Rashi should stick to the first pshat. Why is Rashi even bringing the second pshat of Rav Shem ben Yechoi? So there are those that want to say that because over here we're talking about Esau and Yaakov, so in the context of the whole parsha, we would say that Yishakeyu means that he did not kiss wholeheartedly. So over here, the dots are actually coming to highlight and emphasize the word that he did kiss wholeheartedly. But that's not what the dots and Torah ever mean. The dots and Torah never highlight and, and strengthen the meaning of the word. So why does Rashi bring the second shot? Another thing we need to understand over here is Rashi is very specific about the fact that he's quoting this pshat from the Braise in Sifri. This pshat that Rashi brings here, both opinions are brought in Medrash Rabbe here, Breshis Rabbe. It's brought in Ovestar Abnasen. In Ovestar Abnasen it's actually brought much simpler and clearer. There it says, Malamed, one opinion, Sholeinoshke Behemes, Another opinion of Shem ben Elazar, Nishikizushal Emes. Why doesn't Rashi quote that? And Rashi is very specific that he's bringing Dafke with the name, Rabshim ben Yechoi, and from the Braisa of the Sifri. And also, Rashi gives this interesting introduction that Rabshim ben Yechoi said before his Pshat, Halachi Hibri Yidua of What's the need for this introduction? Rashi himself says right afterwards that the, the whole kiss was only Ba'isa Shah. So why, why is it necessary? And also, this word halacha, to say that it's a halacha, why can't Ashi just simply say that it's yidua? So simply, we would say that if you look at the word vayishakehu, so there's the vayishak part of the word, and then there's the heivav part of the word, which refers to the fact that it's Esau kissing Yaakov. So therefore, we could say that if you want to just look at the vayishak part of the word, so then the dots of the word, According to the first pshat, is coming to minimize the strength of this kiss, that it wasn't b'chalibay. But according to the second pshat, of Shem Be'chai's pshat, we're also looking at the heivav part of the word, and therefore there are dots on the entire word to say that in the teichen of this parsha, since it's Esau that usually hates Yaakov, and that's what Rashi says, Allahi bi'idua, that usually we know that he hates him, but nevertheless, here the dots are coming to say that the kiss was not the way you would expect it to be from Esau to Yaakov. So it is still the dots that are minimizing the meaning of this word, but the question is, does it minimize the Vayishak part of the word or the Hey Vav of the word?
And Rashi here brings the name of Shem Meichai, since Shem Meichai is the one that always says that when you look at a Pasuk and Taira, you have to look at the broader context, the time in the Kra. So here is what Abshim Meichai says, don't just look at the word Vayishak itself, but look at the whole word Vayishak Kehu, and the Heivav is pointing to Esav and Yaakov, which the Parsha here talks about. That would be an explanation for the two Pshatim that Rashi brings. But this is still not a good Pshat, because in the end of the day, if you learn like Abshim Meichai, that it's coming to minimize the Heivav of the word, it is at the same time strengthening the Vayishak of the word, that this was a real kiss. And we never find that the dots on a word in Taita does this. So therefore the Rebbe says, the Pshat of here is as follows. When it says in the Pasuk, Vayichapkeyu, Vayishakeyu, what Rashi really is coming to address here is not the dots on a word. Rashi does not always address the dots on words in Taita. Rather, what Rashi is addressing is, how does it happen that Esau, which hated Yaakov so deeply, and he came here with Arba Meis Ishima, he still hated Yaakov, all of a sudden is transformed from one extreme to another and he's expressing such love with an embrace and a kiss. So therefore, first Rashi says, which is an expression of a strong love, that, yeah, he was inspired when he saw Yaakov bowing down to him and that that brought to this kind of embrace. And that's according to everybody. There was that level of expression of love. But the question then becomes, is a much deeper level of love, as even a child can see that a kiss is much more than just an embrace. So how could it be that the Esau was so completely transformed that he kissed Yaakov? So that's why here Rashi points out the dots that are on the word to say that we can't understand Vayishakeyu literally because he did not kiss with a real genuine kiss, Ava Mitis. And both opinions that Rashi brings agree to this. The only question is, in what sense was this kiss not real? According to the first opinion, so he did not kiss Pacholibay. The embrace was a real embrace, but not the kiss. To that extent, it was not Pachalibay. Even according to Rabshim Meichai's opinion, he stresses, Nichmaru Rachmav Rashi says the word Nichmaru, not like it says in the Sifri, where there it says Nebchu, that he was transformed. Nichmaru means he got excited and warmed up towards Yaakov. When he was embracing him, so that brought out an excitement with him, and therefore then, at that moment of excitement, he kissed genuinely. But it wasn't that he was really fully transformed. And the reason why you can't say that he was fully transformed, so therefore Rashi is very specific in using the expression that the Sifri says, The word halacha here does not simply mean that this is an established fact or this is some kind of a medrish, a conclusion of the medrish. Rashi says this is a brayse, the Sifri. Brayse, the Sifri is a brayse of halachas. And it's telling you the concept of halacha. What's the concept of halacha? A halacha is something which can never be changed. As even a child knows that it's not the part of Torah which is up for discussion, but it's the conclusion, it's the actual halacha that can never be changed. And therefore here as well, even though he did get excited, and out of excitement he kissed wholeheartedly, but it doesn't change the deep-seated hatred that was there still in his heart at that time. Similar to what we find regarding a halacha, that there is a concept of a hira shah, that sometimes you can do something that's not a piyalacha, but it doesn't mean that at that moment the halacha changes. The halacha remains, but there's still a hira shah to, to do differently, like it was with the story with Eliyahu Bahara Carmel. So over here as well, the hatred remains. And that's the explanation that even according to Shem Mechai's pshat, this wasn't a real genuine kiss. Only question is, to what extent it wasn't a genuine kiss? So that's why Rashi cannot quote the Ovis that Abnasim that says in the second opinion that Nishikuzu shall emes. Because that's not true according to Rashi.
Now we understand why, according to both of these pshatim that Rashi brings, Rashi says first, Nechleku Rabiseinu B'davar which indicates that both of these pirushim are equal in Pshutish Mikra, because according to both pirushim, you have the same difficulty in the continuation of the context of the parasha. According to the pshat that he did kiss Bechol Liboy, that explains the continuation of the parasha, where we see that they cry together, and Esau expresses love, Achi Yilocha Shaloch. So, it fits with the continuation of the Pasha. But it's hard to understand how this huge change happens when you look at the beginning of the Pasha, where it talks about the hatred of Esau. On the other hand, according to the first shot, that he did not kiss wholeheartedly, it fits with the beginning of the Pasha, but it doesn't really fit well with the continuation of the Pasha, where it seems like at that point of excitement, Esau did express a full love. Another point here is, Rashi brings the name of Rabshim ben Yechoi to explain how it is that Rabshim ben Yechoi himself is the one that says that that this is a, a, a hatred which is like a halacha. And at the same time, Tafke, he's the one that says that there was an excitement and because we see this in the life of Rav Shem himself. On one hand, the Eden were living under the Roman rulership then with tremendous persecution and very difficult decrees. Rav Shem himself spent 13 years in the cave for this. At the same time, though, the Gemara tells us that when the Eden had a terrible decree, who did they send to go and to speak to the Roman government? And the Gemara there says that he came and he was successful in, in getting rid of the decree. They allowed him to come into the treasure and take what he wants. And this shows that with a Ness, the Gemara there says, is Malumid Benissim, he's able to get rid of this decree. This is the same here with Yaakov, that he's able to get rid of this uh, hatred of Esau and bring him to this excitement to kiss him. This idea fits with what Abshim Meichai himself said. Abshim Meichai said, Yochalani lifter as Kalaylam Kulam in Adin. Lifter means, even while the world is in a place where there's no tshuva yet, nevertheless, as Rashi there says, he He could handle the Avedis and Pater. Pater means when there is still negativity there, Rabshim Meichai comes down and brings godliness even to such a place. As we see in the behavior of Rabshim Meichai as opposed to his son, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, which was on a level and a standard of Tehrosim Nasai, coming down to the world, he couldn't handle it. He burnt up everything around him. Shem Bechai was able to come down there and it says, have a Rabshim and he healed everything there in the Metzias of the world itself. Meaning, Rav Shem Aveda was not to just elevate the world and only in its state of elevation could it be a keli and be connected to godliness, but even where it is, in its place, in its low place, in the mata, there he's able to bring down godliness to the place where it is. And that is the same thing that Yaakov accomplished here with Esau. He didn't bring him to tshuva, but he was able to bring an inspiration to Esau in his place, that even though Allah Yibidush, Esau said to Yaakov, but he was excited at that moment and he kissed B'chalibay. The same we have to understand also regarding the, the, the gullus that we're in, that on one hand we have to understand that we can't trust anybody. There's nobody that has our good interest in mind because Allah But at the same time, what we have to know is that if a yid gets up a taikif and goes with the strength of teira and mitzvahs and stands up for what is right and he's not a spar from any attitude of what goyim have, and he says clearly, he's able to bring even the Gaim to come to assist you and help them with what they need until we bring to the final fulfillment of the Nevu and the which is where it says, which came from Edoim. Which began over here in this week's parasha,